The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP. This is the American Veteran Show. Proud to finally say these two words. Welcome home. Dedicated to those who have worn the uniform. Tremendous national asset. Dedicated to our active duty men and women. They came not as conquerors, but as liberators. Dedicated to presenting issues, topics, and interviews highlighting their commitment to our country. I want to thank the courageous men and women who've served their country in uniform. Less than 1% population of our country chooses to serve our country in the military and the other 99% of us we owe them online at americanveteranshow.com here's Stephen Tubbs welcome to this week's edition of the American Veteran Show thank you so much as always for making time for us coming up in the next three segments we're going to in essence recap the last week since we last spoke on the American Veteran Show and try to encapsulate for you what we have seen with the Russian invasion in Ukraine. Of course, here locally, a lot of people, especially in the Colorado Springs area, are wondering, well, should we be on increased readiness? And the answer is yes. As of our record time, no Fort Carson troops have been involved in any of the troop movement because of Russia's actions. Glad you are with us, and we couldn't do programs like this without our presenting sponsor, Attorney John Boson, and his team of attorneys working on behalf of veterans every single day. Online, bosonlaw.com. That's B-O-E-S-E-N, bosonlaw.com. Their number, 303-999-9999. Needless to say, it has been just a heartbreaking, frustrating, maybe anger-filled for you. Last week, as you have been watching what is going on in Ukraine, we start, though, from early last week at an emergency session of the U.N. Security Council. This is Ukraine's foreign minister addressing his counterparts in New York. On February 21st, the Russian president recognized so-called independence of the temporarily occupied parts of the Donetsk and Lugansk regions of Ukraine and ordered the deployment of the Russian armed forces in these areas. What is happening right now in eastern Ukraine, where Russian tanks are rolling in and along the Ukrainian borders, where Russian forces are amassed in enormous quantities, must be a concern for everyone, for all of you. I warn every nation in this distinguished chamber No one will be able to sit out this crisis if President Putin decides that he can move forward with his aggression against Ukraine. And within the next 48 hours of that announcement in New York, Wednesday of this last week, a warning unlike any that modern-day countries have heard from Russian President Vladimir Putin. Страны, для нашего народа должны знать, что ответ России будет незамедлительным и приведет вас к таким последствиям, с которыми истории еще никогда не 
There was still time and hope for maybe a diplomatic solution, but it was running out quickly earlier in the week. Russian aggression has brought the world to the edge of the largest catastrophe since World War II. Yesterday, President Putin moved to recognize two pieces of Ukrainian land as independent entities. Again, that message, as heard at the U.N., that was from the State Department. Secretary of State Antony Blinken trying to do his best through diplomatic means to have this kind of come to at least a meeting table. It was very clear and evident, wasn't it, that that was never going to happen. Also at the U.N., the United States U.N. ambassador. The consequences of Russia's actions will be dire across Ukraine, across Europe, and across the globe. In our past two meetings on Ukraine, I've mentioned nearly three million Ukrainians will need food, shelter, and life-saving assistance right now. The UN estimates the humanitarian toll will expand significantly should Russia further invade. Already Russian proxies dramatically increased shelling and artillery fire over the weekend, killing Ukrainian civilians and soldiers. The U.N. ambassador from the United States back at the State Department. For weeks, we've been warning the world that Russia was mobilizing for military aggression against Ukraine. We've made clear that if Russia invaded, the United States and our allies and partners would impose swift and severe consequences. Now that Russia has moved uh, against Ukraine, so too have we moved on our strong and unified response. Antony Blinken from the State Department, of course, the Secretary of State. It was this past Wednesday in the 8 to 9 p.m. Mountain Time hour that it began. This is a CBS News special report. I'm Nora O'Donnell in Washington, and we are coming on the air because the war in Ukraine has begun. Just minutes after Russian President Vladimir Putin announced a special military operation in eastern Ukraine, explosions were heard in Kiev, and that is where Charlie Daggett is tonight. And Charlie, tell us what you're hearing and seeing. Well, it's just a few moments ago, we heard five loud explosions. Three to begin with. That sounded like a fighter jet overhead. That from last Wednesday evening on CBS. Of course, all the networks carried their special live coverage from CNN. We have heard air raid sirens, loud sirens here in Lviv. This is in the west of the country. Uh, They persisted for some time and from multiple parts of the city. They've only just ended. That's twice this hour. And uh, one of our local producers uh, messaged me just now and said that uh, uh, on the local television, government officials are asking people to turn off the lights, gather their documents and take cover. Also asking people not to panic. A, A pretty tall order as what we're seeing unfold around this country continues. Okay, now an advisor to the interior minister is reporting missile strikes in the capital, Kiev, the shelling of airfields and military headquarters in Kharkiv and Russian troops landing in the Ukrainian port city of Odessa. Now, CNN has obtained video from Ukrainian border guards, which also shows a column of military vehicles 
entering the country from Belarus. That is that from CNN also this past week. And one of the pieces of audio that has really stuck with me throughout the entire week has been this. The air raid sirens perhaps not heard in this area for many, many years. So far, Biden has indicated he has no. We have air raid sirens here right right in Kiev. If you hear that behind me. We do. We do, Joe. Sirens so, have just gone off. So explain to us and for folks at home what that means and what you do now. Uh, we've received no instructions, but this is an indication that something is much closer than uh, what we've uh, heard earlier in the past couple of hours. Uh, yeah. Joe, for, what, for whatever and, uh, it's worth, You know the, as much as I do the, at this point. So, yeah, Joe, let me interject real quick. Ukraine's president has declared martial law, urging citizens to not panic as Russia launches military strikes. So Ukraine's president, again, declaring martial law as you hear the air raid sirens behind Joe, uh, who is in Kiev tonight. Uh, Joe, where do you go? Do you have a safe place? Uh, yes, we do have uh, preparations in place. Uh, but right now we're here on a balcony on a, on a high-rise uh, hotel here. We're going to stay here for the time being until we're instructed to leave. Back on Fox. That moment when Xi and Putin were together at the Beijing Olympics. You can hear those linked. explosions behind me. You I can hear those explosions it. behind me. Kiev uh, currently taking Russian fire. And back on CBS. We may be witnessing now what is the beginning of the bloodiest conflict in Europe since World War II. We are just getting started this weekend on the American Veteran Show. When we come back, we'll get uh, another day closer to our record date and including Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, saying that he, in fact, and his family are public enemy and targets numbers one and two. Stay with us. Much more ahead. Stefan Tubbs with you. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. American Veteran Show. Here's Stephan Tubbs. Glad you are with us as we continue this week's American Veteran Show, doing our best as of record time to give you the very latest. Coming up ahead, you'll hear the heroic final broadcast from a small island off the coast of Ukraine and what a group of Ukrainian soldiers decided to tell a Russian warship. Those soldiers would perish, and now they're being treated as state heroes. First, though, let's get back to the United Nations and the Secretary General from just a few days ago. President Putin, in the name of humanity, bring your troops back to Russia. In the name of humanity, do not allow to start in Europe what could be the worst war since the beginning of the century. The President. Joe Biden from the East Room at the White House after the invasion had begun, missiles flying, civilians being killed, soldiers being killed. The president talked about sanctions. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war. 
And now he and his country will bear the consequences. Today, I'm authorizing additional strong sanctions and new limitations on what can be exported to Russia. This is going to impose severe costs on the Russian economy, both immediately and over time. We have purposefully designed these sanctions to maximize the long-term impact on Russia and to minimize the impact on the United States and our allies. We're going to impose major and we're going to impair their ability to compete in high-tech 21st century economy. We've already seen the impact of our actions on Russia's currency and the ruble, which early today hit its weakest level ever, ever in history. The way we're going to assure it's not going to aspire to a larger conflict is by providing all the forces needed in the Eastern European nations that are members of NATO. NATO is more united than it's ever been. And I have no plans to talk with Putin. Now, half a world away, the explosions and the attacks continued almost to the minute that the president was addressing the nation and indeed the world. The Russian military has begun a brutal assault on the people of Ukraine without provocation, without justification, without necessity. This is a premeditated attack. Vladimir Putin has been planning this for months, as we've been saying all along. He moved more than 175,000 troops, military equipment, and positions along the Ukrainian border. He rejected every good-faith effort the United States and our allies and partners made to address our mutual security concerns. We've been transparent with the world. We've shared declassified evidence about Russia's plans and cyber attacks and false pretexts so that there could be no confusion or cover-up about what Putin was doing. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war. And now he and his country will bear the consequences. The president from last Thursday and late word as of record time that Vladimir Putin's own personal finances as well as his number two, they are also frozen and they are being held as part of the Russian sanctions. Also last Thursday, the NATO Secretary General. The Kremlin's aim is to re-establish its sphere of influence. Rip up the global rules that have kept us all safe for decades and subvert the values that we hold dear. We must respond with renewed resolve and even stronger unity. North America and Europe together in NATO. We are an alliance of 30 democracies standing as one. We will protect our people and our values. Democracy will always prevail over autocracy. Freedom will always prevail over oppression. In London, at the British Parliament, Prime Minister Boris Johnson. We're joined in our outrage by friends and allies around the world. We will work with them for however long it takes to ensure that the sovereignty and independence of Ukraine is restored. Because this act of wanton and reckless aggression is an attack not just on Ukraine. It's an attack on democracy and freedom in Eastern Europe and around the world. This crisis is about the right of a free, sovereign, independent European people to choose their own future. And that is a right that the UK will always defend. 
that from Thursday, then Thursday evening of this past week. These chilling words without an interpreter will tell you what the president of Ukraine says here in English in a moment. President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine, as of record time, still in Kiev, the capital city. Through an interpreter, we would learn those words. He would say that he is public enemy and target number one of the Russians and his family target number two. Chilling words from last week. This morning, dear citizens, this morning has gone down in history, but it is a different history for us and for Russia. We have severed diplomatic relations with Russia. Ukraine is defending itself and shall not cede its freedom, whatever they might think in Moscow. To Ukrainians, independence and the right to live on our land um, is the highest value. Uh, Russia has uh, attacked our state uh, in a cunning way, uh, in the way that the Nazi Germany did uh, during the Second World War. From today, our countries are on opposing sides of world history. Russia is on the path of evil, but much depends on the Russian people. The people of Russia will have to choose which path each of them takes. Anyone in Russia who has not lost uh, their honor, they have time to come out and protest against this war against a war on Ukraine. And I would like to appeal separately both to the citizens of Ukraine in Russian, also to Russians. I know that this is not being shown on your TV channels and much is blocked in the social media, but this evil, this desire to eliminate a nation is impossible to block. You cannot block history. That the president of Ukraine threw an interpreter last week. And finally, they are being hailed as heroes, as rebels. Listen to this. Let me explain. On the one end, the Russian warship said as follows, This is a Russian warship. I repeat, I suggest you surrender your weapons and capitulate. Otherwise, I will open fire. Do you copy? On the other end, on an extremely tiny island off of Ukraine, the voice on the other end can be heard as saying, this is it, to one of the people that were actually on the island with the guy. He then says, should I tell him to go F himself? Another guard responds, just in case. 
And then the guard turns up the volume on his comms and he responds bluntly, quote, Russian warship, go F yourself, close quote. Moments later, the Russian warship opened up. 13 people were killed on that small island. We'll continue our conversation and update you on the past week, which has been unlike perhaps any in your lifetime. We'll continue. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. I don't subscribe to this point of view. Such an ignorant thing to do. Welcome back to the American Veteran Show. We continue now with Stefan Tubbs. So glad you're with us on this Sunday as our final segment on Ukraine for this past week is now here on the American Veteran Show. Coming up next segment, we're going to lighten it up and a way you can come out. If you're in the Denver metro area, you can come out and support and thank a World War II veteran who had a chance to go back to where he fought more than seven decades ago. We'll have that as our final segment. But as we again recap as best we can at record time of this program, just some of the chilling sounds once again from this past week. So far, Biden has indicated he has no... We have air raid sirens here right right in Kiev, if you hear that behind me. We do, Joe. Sirens have just gone off. So explain to us... Just absolutely chilling audio from this past week as Russian soldiers invade Ukraine. And that has been the fear, of course, for multiple weeks, if not multiple months. As we continue from last Friday, the NATO Secretary General announcing a first for NATO troops. Good evening. Allied leaders have just met to address the gravest threat to Euro-Atlantic security in decades. I invited NATO's close partners, Finland, Sweden and the European Union, to our summit because this crisis affects us all. Russia has shattered peace in Europe. The people of Ukraine are fighting for their freedom in the face of Russia's unprovoked invasion. We deplore the tragic loss of life, enormous human suffering and destruction. Our thoughts are with those killed, injured and displaced. We call on Russia to stop this senseless war. Immediately cease its assaults, withdraw all its forces from Ukraine, and turn back to the path of dialogue and turn away from aggression. The Kremlin's, the Kremlin's objectives are not limited to Ukraine. Russia has demanded legally binding agreements to announce uh, further NATO enlargement and to remove troops and infrastructure from allies that joined after 1997. We are facing a new normal in European security, where Russia openly contests the European security order and uses force to pursue its objectives. 
the world will hold Russia and Belarus accountable for their actions. NATO Secretary General Jan Stoltenberg, and in this next piece of audio from him from last Friday, this is where, well, a first for NATO. Take a close listen. Russia as the aggressor. Belarus as the enabler. President Putin's uh, decision to pursue his aggression against Ukraine is a terrible strategic mistake for which Russia would pay a severe price for years to come. The Russian people must know that Kremlin's war on Ukraine will not make Russia more secure. It will not make Russia more respected in the world. It will not lead to a better future for your children. In response to Russia's massive military build-up over the past months, we have already strengthened our deterrence and defense. Yesterday, NATO allies activated our defense plans. And as a result, we are deploying elements of the NATO response force on land, at sea, and in the air. That is the Secretary General from the U.N., the NATO Response Force. Keep in mind, over the last couple of weeks, if not month, we as Americans hear the information we've had that there would be no activity, say, closer to Ukraine by U.S. forces unless NATO did exactly what it announced last week. May cooler heads prevail, and please know from my perspective as your host for now into our sixth season, I don't want one boot on the ground belonging to a U.S. member of our military, man or woman. Last week from the State Department. We've seen leading Russian journalists denouncing Putin's war of choice. We have heard of Russia's mothers concerned about the reckless deployment of their sons to a needless war. Whenever challenged by people his own people speaking truth and opposing views, his tactic is to silence them. The people of Russia, as we have said time and again, are not our enemy. We hold President Putin and his cronies responsible for this war, not them. We join you in saying no to war. Nit vi nia. It should be noted that as of late last week, more than 1,400 Russian citizens were taken into custody, more than 900 in Moscow alone, because they protested what their government did this past week in its invasion on Ukraine. It is certainly, looking back at history, not crazy to think, well, will those people ever be seen again? And as we wrap up, CNN's Christian Amanpour got a chance to talk with a member of the Ukraine parliament. Are you expecting any further advances on the capital? We are. As we speak, I was just checking the uh, messages where we parliamentarians get uh, operative information about what is happening. And now they're checking information about uh, a dozen or so Russian aircraft planes uh, being directed towards Kiev for further airstrikes. Can I just ask you, um, Madam Vasilyenko, your foreign minister 
has already called out what he calls a war crime. He said Russian artillery or from the air have taken out a kindergarten and some other civilian uh, targets on the outskirts on the outskirts of Kiev. Do you have any confirmation of that? Not just the outskirts of Kiev. Through the night, over 30 uh, civilian targets have been hit, 33 to be exact, three kindergartens in Ukraine, one children's hospital in Kharkiv region uh, was targeted. Thankfully, no casualties there. The medical staff were able to get the children down to the bomb shelter in time. Uh, Cars get run over by tanks in Kiev, for example. Uh, And down in Kherson, a a car was shot at, which had uh, a family uh, a husband and wife and a child, as far as we know. And finally, just very close to Kiev, an aircraft was shooting at civilians. Uh, this is a town just uh, around 30, 40 kilometers from Kiev. And as a result of that shooting, there are four civilian casualties. A member of the Ukraine parliament with CNN. We'll continue, of course, to follow the developments and have all of the latest next week on the program. In another bit of military news, nothing to do with Ukraine. We would be remiss if we did not mention this past Tuesday in California, the senior enlisted leader of Camp Pendleton-based 1st Marine Expeditionary Force was relieved of his duties by the commanding general, Sergeant Major Terrence Whitcomb, A 28-year Marine Corps veteran was relieved, quote, due to loss of trust and confidence in his abilities to fulfill his assigned duties, close quote. That out of Camp Pendleton in Southern California. When we come back on a lighter note, how you can come out in just a couple of days and support and give love and thanks to a World War II veteran in Colorado. We continue coming up next. This is the American Veteran Show. AmericanVeteranShow.com up the American Veteran Show this week, obviously the three previous segments talking about what happened last week and the Russian invasion of Ukraine coming up tomorrow on the regular show, of course, and all throughout the week. We will have the latest out of Ukraine. But I wanted to end on a positive, and I just love when good things happen. I love when people like you listening will reach out, hey, you should know about my relative, or you should know about my service, or let me tell you a story. I love that, and that's why we do the American Veteran Show. And proof positive it works. Joining us is Cindy Spear. She is 
one of our listeners and knows about the American Veteran Show. And I cannot wait to get into celebrating your World War II father. So, Cindy, thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. You bet. You've got a big deal coming up, uh, and it's not too many days from now. In fact, it's day after tomorrow as this airs on Sunday. It's coming up Tuesday, March 1st. It's at Redemption Hills Church in Littleton. We'll get into the details and the time and the address and all of that, but what is happening? How come you reached out? Well, um, it really uh, this all really transpired on Tuesday uh where we decided that you know after 77 years of my father really feeling bankless um for serving in World War II and after coming back from an honors trip in Europe just this past October uh we felt that it was uh after 77 years it was time to make him feel appreciated here in our own United States of America I love that. Your dad's name is Gilbert Herrera. Tell us about him um, as as much as you want. Tell us about his branch and growing up. And and obviously, like you said, last fall, he got to go back to where he fought so many years ago. Sure. Um, Well, uh, again, we just returned from a trip recently uh, from Europe, from uh, Belgium and Germany. Uh, my dad uh, is now 97 years old. He just celebrated uh, that birthday on Halloween this past year. And uh, we had the opportunity of going back to Europe um, to retrace his World War II footsteps, really. And as a family, my dad had never really spoke much about what his, he experienced. He, anytime we would uh, try to bring it up the issue or bring up the subject, he would really cut us short and just uh, say it was just terrible, uh, just horrible. And we could see that it really affected him. And so, you know, you don't want to pursue things that obviously brought great pain to him. Um, But it wasn't until recently that he really just started opening up and talking about what happened and what he went through. Um, You know, he joined the Army at the age of 18, um, shortly after the bombing of Pearl Harbor, um, he uh, uh, fought in the Battle of the Bulge, probably one of the most uh, famous battles in American history and relevant to uh, the United States and the Allies winning that war in, in Europe for sure. And, uh, and from there, he also fought in a probably less known operation called Operation Varsity, but mm. it was a huge airborne operation uh, towards the end of the war uh, where they flew literally tens of thousands of planes and troopers over the Rhine River to capture Germany. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he crash-landed on the Audubon. He uh, has stories that he'll be telling like that on Tuesday. He uh, was a paratrooper and uh, a glider. Um, uh, He received his glider badge, and, uh, and he used all of those. He was of a special division, and unit of the 17th Airborne Division. Wow. And you know what? And we're talking with Cindy Spear. There's an event coming up on Tuesday at 10 a.m. in Littleton. It is open to you. It's open to the public. And her dad, Gilbert Herrera, a member of the Greatest Generation, a World War II veteran and hero, uh, 97 years old. He's going to be talking about his experiences. And as you indicated uh, to me in an email, Cindy, you're going to have video and pictures. But I love how one of the lines, if you don't mind me sharing the email that, that you sent, part of it says, um, 
There are not too many left from the greatest generation. So come and listen to what this wise old owl might say. I, I love that. And, you know, I'm wondering, we don't have enough time probably to get into everything from Europe. And that's why I want people to come out and celebrate your dad this Tuesday. But in a nutshell, how was he received more than seven decades later when he went back? Oh, gosh, that that was probably the most amazing part, Stefan. We had no idea what we were in for when we went on this trip. As a matter of fact, they kept us kind of in the dark for for good reason, wanting to surprise him. But uh, even up to the day we left, he was saying, I, I really don't want to go, uh, you know, bad memories. You know, mm-hmm. why would I want to go back there? But I'll tell you what, they rolled out the red carpet from the moment we arrived from for instance, real quickly, uh, the moment we got at our hotel, uh, none other than General Patton's granddaughter was there, flowing wow. in from France to meet him. Oh. And that was his general. I mean, he that was his hero. And there she was. You know, uh, stories like that yeah. that we'll be sharing on on Tuesday, and and the patriotism in Europe, Stefan. I have never seen such patriotism right. for the United States of America in our own country exactly. like we saw there. Oh, I am I am just thrilled. We are going to do our best to get out there. And again, friends, it's, it's coming up on Tuesday, which is, yes, March 1st. It's 10 a.m. at the Redemption Hills Church. It's in the 7400 block of South Everett Street in Littleton. Trust me, just Google Redemption Hills Church and you'll find that again. 10 a.m. this Tuesday and hear the great stories, see pictures and video of of the trip for Mr. Gilbert Herrera. And Cindy, I thank you so much. And there's so much more going on in this world now than we ever anticipated. So this would be a nice, really kind of a nice breath of fresh air, I think, coming up in a couple of days. But thank you so much for sharing your dad, his story uh, with all of us. We are We are forever in his debt. Thank you, Stefan, and we hope to see everybody there. He'll have a lot more to share and be glad to answer any questions anyone might have. Outstanding. Cindy Spear, this is why we do this program. I love it. Again, one more time. We'll put it on social media. One more time. March 1st, this Tuesday, 10 a.m. at Redemption Hills Church, 7462 South Everett Street in Littleton. You are welcome. Uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m., 10 a.m., be there, no matter how cold it is. Thank you to Cindy Spear and to Mr. Herrera, we salute you, sir. That wraps up the program for today. Coming up tomorrow on the regular program, of course, the very latest on what is going on in Ukraine and the region. For producer Matt Steinkruger, I'm Stefan Tubbs. Have a safe and healthy week ahead. Pray for Ukraine and remember our troops. The American Veterans Show is a copyrighted production of Mountain Time Media Group, LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit AmericanVeteransShow.com. Join us next week for another edition of The American Veterans Show. We think they're likely grad missile attacks, and the targets here in this capital city are command and control. They're trying to hit key communication centers, as well as headquarters, military bases, and airports. In fact, he is hurling the might of his military machine against a free and peaceful neighbor in breach of his own explicit pledge and every principle of civilized behavior between states.
We have heard of Russia's mothers concerned about the reckless deployment of their sons to a needless war. These courageous people of conscience in Russia persist. They persist despite the Kremlin's reinvigorated crackdown. This, too, is classic from Putin's playbook. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.